Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. everyone, and welcome to the 150th episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, a Quest Gaming Network production available for download on iTunes, the Stitcher Radio app, which is something that you Droid users would want to use, and QuestGamingNetwork.com. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. Anyway, today's recording date is Middas, the 13th of... Damn it, who took that off the notes? Second seed. <laughs> second seed, right? Yeah. Middas, the 13th of second seed. I am your host and fellow Tamrielic Traveler and the guy who let Liz beat him to VR 13, Evarwin! Hi, and, and, (laughs) (laughs) and, and and, hey, she made VR 14, but is VR, (laughs) you can't read it, (laughs) I can't, I just can't do it, I'm, (laughs) VR 24 in our hearts, it's VR sixty nine in our hearts. Lewis, <laughs> <laughs> the face pump out of the way early. Lewis, Mister Slabeau. She moved herself up. Did, is she muted? She might be muted. Liz, yeah, again, be. I've been talking the entire time. I thought amazing. I'd... We're off to Whatever. a solid start. This is great. Man. <laughs> I've been yelling at you, making fun of you, and okay. 150 episodes. You think we would have gotten this stuff worked out already? <laughs> well, it's a running gag. Really. It's a running gag. It is. Yeah, there you go. Uh, hey, he's a really awesome guy, but who who doesn't care? Liz made, made VR14. Rob, rage philosophy. That's right. You, you can make VR14. So, look. Have the, you had hit VR fourteen? Oh uh, well, how many VR characters? Doesn't matter. Doesn't do matter. Have? Doesn't matter. Don't don't use loopholes here. Have you hit VR fourteen? Yeah, with several. Mm-hmm. The totals fourteen. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see the look on his face? He was just like, nah. I like the fact that Liz said, "Don't use loopholes." Meanwhile, mean yeah. How do you think I can spot him so well? Because I'm very good at. Them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I see that. Uh, and, and we've got, <laughs> last but certainly not least, the man 
who wrote the historical account of Liz hitting VR14. And by the way, she cheated. Mike, <laughs> time like <laughs> <Alec> historian. <laughs> That's the name of the book. She cheated. <laughs> how do you, how you doing over there, Mike? I'm doing good. Like uh, it's a good uh, Wednesday. I like your glasses. You're looking sharp over there. Oh, thank you. Um, Brand new hipster. Big guy. I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> uh, you're looking good, looking snazzy. Um, so, uh, hello to our our chat room, by the way. Thanks for thanks for making it out today. Um, hey, 150 episodes. It's it's a it's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. We did a a, a pre show earlier today where Liz uh, had uh, had created a, a brand new uh, song for us to listen to that'll be at the very end of the show. Um, after you know we said our goodbyes and whatnot, um, it'll be it'll be right there. Um, uh, let's see. So Liz, who who has sponsored our show today? Well, that would be by TweakedAudio.com for quality headphones, free worldwide shipping, and thirty percent off with our code off the record, all one word at TweakedAudio.com. And by Audible, uh, go to AudibleTrial.com/slash/QuestGamingNetwork. Get a free audiobook, and yay! That way, kids. Well, I don't. Is it summer yet for them? I don't no, know. Get your yet. summer oh reading done uh, while you play your video games, and you can listen to the books <laughs> while you play. And by this episode's iTunes five-star reviewers, uh, Sir Owns a Lot, Sithis with a capital S at the end, and Miguel Weaver. And Rob, what and- are we doing today? We're going to be talking about the awesomeness Elder Scrolls-ish games of Skyrim, Morrowind, and Elder Scrolls Online. No, 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 no. Dun, dun, dun. Plus uh, some discussion topics. This is Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited, Freedom and Choice in Tamriel. It's a video. It's a fun video. Uh, plus we have some Tamriel's rumors. Uh, key developers leaving Zoss. <gasps> I'm not saying Hot Pockets. Oh, damn, I just said Hot Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do this one. So, so Tamriel's rumor, guys. We've got uh, key developers uh, have left Zoss. And the world is about to end. Aliens are landing, and only Jeff Goldblum has the wits to save us. Giant asteroids, climate calamity, and dinosaurs, not to mention Hot Pockets. When you want a hot meal without a big <laughs> deal, what are you gonna pick? Hot Pockets! <laughs> are here to destroy Elder Scrolls Online. <sighs> Plus your Rage of the Week, your YouTube comments and emails... And an ESOTR guild update. Uh, what the hell? Why? What? What is this with Jeff Goldblum and Hot Pockets? And what? What am I missing? Uh, just embrace the random, Liz. Come on. <laughs> I do like the random. You're not missing anything. I do like I... Jeff Goldblum. He is fine. You uh, know what the worst part is? I thought Liz put that all in there. No. <laughs> no me too. <laughs> no, I, I had a I had a fit of of something today and i just also a couple glasses of scotch yeah no that was today i was 100 percent sober when i wrote that really that yes i was oh hot pocket hot pockets (laughs) you want a hot pocket you sound just like uh jeff what's his name (laughs) uh yeah i know who you're talking about yeah no uh, yeah forgot his name but yeah it's a great stand-up bit jim gaffigan jim gaffigan i uh hot pockets have you had the hot pocket plumber hot pockets? Hot pocket. <laughs> uh, Mike, 
Please segue away from Liz and I who are taking the show us. to a <laughs> terrible place. <laughs> We've got something quick to mention, folks. For those who are or will be in the Baltimore area on Friday, May 15th, the galleries at the Community College of Baltimore County will be hosting a live question and answer session with Zoss developers at 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. They will be answering questions from a wide range of areas in game development, such as art, audio, multimedia, and more lore. More lore. Uh, and Rob, you've got a you've got a thing to kind of toss out, don't you? Yes, dancing like idiots with daggers. With hot pockets. See, with hot, with hot pockets. <laughs> That's just even more dangerous. Dancing and daggers. It's yes, like dancing. running with scissors. Yes. Dancing and daggers, running with scissors. That's the Tamrielic version of running with scissors. But uh, dancing with daggers. Uh, don't forget, tune in Friday nights at eight or <laughs> excuse me, ten thirty p.m. Eastern uh, for another episode of Dancing with Daggers. This is our Daggerfall Covenant centered stream for Elder Scrolls Online. Nice, nice guffaw, dude. Like you totally guffawed just then. Yeah, you're like totally. at eight. Wait. <laughs> My bad. I was. It's okay. Eight thirty Mountain Time. (laughs) (laughs) It's five thirty somewhere. (laughs) Slick. Yeah, rage. Yeah, it's not rage. It's not rude. Rage. Rage has great hair. This episode. Look at that. Look at it. Look Look at that quaff. Hold on. You you see this? You see this? All right. Look at that. Hold on. It's the owl. Righty then. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh wow. Talking. <laughs> oh no, you, you you missed it because you're always talking over YouTube. me. You are that person in your song. I am that person. <laughs> All right, guys. Shut up. Um, our our <laughs> weekly gameplay uh, will will happen right now. Oh yeah, baby. That song gets me in the mood for something. When you want a hot meal, it's not a big deal. What are you gonna pick? Hot pocket. <laughs> Do we get fifty cents every time we play that? I no. don't know, but I was just looking up Jim Gaffigan's hot pocket thing too and kind of watching it while that bumper was going on. <laughs> hot pocket. Hot no. pocket. No, you wanna talk about blast from the past and then like I, I swear we can move on. When we ended the pre-show, mm. the the thing going through my mind was, after these messages, we'll be right back. I was like, <laughs> oh my god! We'll be like, right back. Oh <laughs> uh, man, we're like having some like serious '80s flashbacks tonight. <laughs> oh, it's 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 uh it's awesome stuff. Um, Do you god, realize you remember that? there are some people in our chat room that like literally could be as old as our children? You you be quiet. Like that's it scares me. I'm like, okay, so the kids that had kids when I was like a senior in high school, yeah, they're old enough to listen to this and play this, and oh, well, it's weird. Maybe you, Liz, now that you're you know old and VR fourteen and whatnot. So yeah, <laughs> if I were one of Rage's tunes, he would have put me out to pasture by now. Yep, <laughs> he would have euthanized me. That's right, old Betsy, put into the barn. <laughs> 
Time to make glue out of Liz. Her left eyebrows canted in the wrong direction. <laughs> I've taken you as far as I can, old girl. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> the, le- the left eyebrow skew is too much. You hit VR too. It's about your stride. <laughs> See, the thing is, I'm not satisfied with the way my character looks, but I kept her. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It does a little bit. Just in the game, though. That, makes about, as, that makes about as much sense as a soup sandwich. <laughs> Hot pocket. Hot pocket. <laughs> I got Speaking of soup sandwiches, that reminds me of this thing that, that happened to my mother. We, um, or I swear to God, we're going to get into the gameplay right after this. <laughs> right, after, right after I embarrass my mother on a podcast. So... <laughs> On an so, anniversary podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, a big one, too, n- nonetheless. So, so, which is funny because this was actually um, an anniversary. It was my, her and my, my father's anniversary some years ago, and they had gone to a, um, a nice restaurant, and my sister and I had gone with them. And um, the waiter comes and, and asks, you know, what, you know, uh, take, starts taking everyone's order, and they get to my mom, and, and he asks, um, okay, what would, you, what would you like, miss? Uh, we have uh, we, you can you can get the uh, with that with that particular particular entree you can get the super salad. Uh, would you like the super salad? And he looks at her, <laughs> and my my mother looks at him. And she goes, "Super salad? Oh no, that sounds way too big." And <laughs> <laughs> would you like to supersize that super salad? <laughs> <laughs> to this day, my poor mother has not been able to live that down. And- I laugh every time I think about it, and and obviously what the waiter was saying is, and and he said it incorrectly. He mashed it together like we usually do here in New York, but he said, "Would you like the soup or salad, not the super salad?" And, and anyway, so. oh my god, ah uh, yeah yeah, good times. All right, so so uh, last week challenges. Uh, we didn't actually have any because I was so frustrated during the live show last week. I totally forgot. So. Um, <laughs> the challenges that I made up for last week, we're going to tack on at the end of this segment. Uh, I was actually scared of you by the end of the last episode. I was like, don't do anything. He's like a walking bomb. Oh my God. I, I was, you didn't have to pad- podcast with him the next day. <laughs> I, I, I felt for you, man. I felt for you. I was scared. I was, I was, I was really, I wasn't angry with you guys. I was angry I know, with myself. I know. No, the I computer know. <laughs> at Comcast. I, I just want everyone to know right now, like listening, um, how hard it was to put that show together. Uh, we got an email saying, you know, you, you guys did a wonderful job and it, it was seamless. It took seven hours just to get the audio through. That It was incredible, incredible how long it took to do that. And then, and then I went to bed and woke up and it took me five hours to do the YouTube <laughs> Oh, See, geez. that's about how long it takes for a Dragon Age off the record. Of course, I edit a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, we do a live show, so you know what's yeah. the sense in in performing a live show, and then when you listen to it, it sounds so you know edited. It's it, the, it's completely different. That's my I don't know. That's my take on it. Um, oh, so anyway, um, <laughs> Mike never goes first. Mike, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> What did you do in Tamriel this week, good sir? Well, you know, since uh, we had so many problems last week with the thing, I couldn't remember what we had talked about, what we didn't talk about. And I actually did the challenge that we're doing <laughs> for this week. <laughs> That's all good, yeah. Ta- um, I, cha- I I took the um, 
opportunity to take one of those challenges I couldn't fit in last week, and I actually did one of them this week. So I, I'm there with you, man, 100%. So maybe I'll actually like swap them around or something, do like the vampire hunting vampire next week or something. Um, cool. So uh, I got a, 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 um, an achievement that I had never gotten before. And seriously, somebody at Bethesda who named their achievements really needs to have like their head examined because I got the Master Criminal Award achievement, and it should be called the World's Dumbest Criminal uh, <laughs> because you have to really work wow. to get a thousand septum bounty in each hold. I thought, oh, it's going to be easy, you know, just walk in, you know, steal some stuff, kill somebody or something, you know, attack somebody, and I'll have a bounty. Well. It's not that easy. So I have a master level thief who is the head of the Thieves Guild. He's level 48 and he has a zero bounty. I have an assassin who's halfway through the Dark Brotherhood and has a zero bounty. So I'm like, okay, which one should I use on these? You know, So I'm, I picked the Dark Brotherhood. And I started by killing half of Falkreath. And I got halfway through Falkreath and had no <laughs> bounty still. And I'm like, what the hell? Because someone has to observe you doing it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I reloaded so that I could get all the villagers back. And so then I killed a villager, like just walked up, you know, no no sneaking or anything, killed him. Only got a 40 septum bounty. I'm like, this is going to take forever. I can't believe you actually did it. It took four hours. <laughs> oh, man. To do this. And literally what I figured out was this. You had to walk up and stalk two guards as they come out of the guardhouse. Shoot and kill one of the guards from a distance while the other guard sees you and then run away. And that's how you get your thousand gold piece bounty. And it was such a pain in the butt because wow. as soon as you have that thousand gold piece bounty, you are kill on sight. And so you can't go back to that hold because any guard that you run across will then gang up on you. Oh, wow. So I got the achievement for world's dumbest criminal. <laughs> 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 well, congratulations. I know that's, you know, the, uh, the reason why I picked that achievement was because um, statistically, that is the one achievement that most people have not gotten yet in Skyrim. Yeah, I, I can understand why. I mean, you know, the only other way I've heard is that you walk in, you turn into a werewolf and then yep. run away. Yep. That, because that auto, that auto like preps you as a bounty. Yeah. And, and it's an automatic thousand septum bounty. Yeah, so, you know, it's like, uh So that was the big, you know, to do there is to get that. It took quite a bit of time. Cool, man. Uh, you know, I'm not a warrior. I don't walk in two-handed sword bashing people upside down. But, you know, it's, I, it's a criminal thing. So I figured, out oh, thief or assassin would be the way to go. So kill not a guard and get away with it. Thousand gold bounty. Move on to the next hole. That's, that's how you did it. Pretty much, yep. Did you not think of using the calm spell? Why? Because they would have seen you, but just in case you didn't have to run away so fast. Well, you have to still have somebody alive in order to uh, to yeah. do it. So yeah, like the two guards you, you were saying, uh, one of them. But you want that that guard hostile towards you because that's how they'll get you'll get the battle. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, you can't be friendly with them. Yeah, Random comment: I have a uh, a spell making mod for for Skyrim, and I made one uh, based off of Calm, and I named it Magic Xanax. <laughs> I like it. Where can I get this? <laughs> Where can I get more of that spell? <laughs> so what else, Mike? What else you do? So then I did ESO, um, and I actually had a lot of fun this week with that. Uh, I completed the Alakir, which really didn't say much. It, it did definitely made you feel very heroic and stuff. 
Uh, but I started uh, Bankerai, and that one I think is really, I don't know, it, it's now up there with um, Glenumbra as like possibly one of my favorite storylines and areas, really? uh, along with um, uh, the Sylvanar storyline from the AD campaign. Um, and I got to say this, you know, Mark will probably never let me live this down, but I finally found an orc that I liked, and oh. I felt bad because oh. she was killed, but not by ah. my. So, <laughs> but not by what? Uh, but not by my blade. Ah. So, eh, you know, nice orc, and I felt bad for her. Um, uh, is, is she, um, uh, she the, the, like the queen's, like, maiden? Yes, that one. Um, and it's one of those ones that really they play with your emotions a bit. Um, and somebody at Zoss must have been, like, channeling me when they made this one, because this week I've been watching a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Marvel type of stuff. Uh, and um, I was screaming and yelling at the TV during uh, Agent Carter uh, when, you know, you've got these bad guys and they've, you know, killed off all kinds of people and they're shooting at people and they want to bring them to jail. And I'm just like, are you nuts? You know, it's one of the reasons I hate the movie uh, SWAT. You know, they empty all these clips into the car. The guy surrenders when he runs out of ammo and they take him in. I'm just like, oh, my God, you know. What the heck? That's why I love the Punisher, and yes. I love, you know, I can't wait for um, uh, Deadpool's movie coming out and stuff like that because it's like seriously, you know, you let the bad guy win in the end. Well, whoever at Zoss let me have my way because I got to serve as judge, jury, and executioner on the main protagonist for that area in uh, the uh, little city there, and I got to kill his lackey too. So it, it was very satisfying so, to see that, you know, that the, the bad guys don't get to win in the end. They don't get to come back. No sequel. No more killing innocent people. That the hero finally, you know, gets to be the hero. Yeah, that's that's the Superman the, code. I, oh, my God. Yeah, that, I always let people live. I don't care. I'm like, okay, you've learned your lesson. Move on. No, I think that, that whole quest line right there is easily one of my favorites, and uh, Queen Argella is freaking awesome. I love her. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I've only just started the quest line, but, you know, it was so satisfying to finally, you know, you, you feel like you're the hero, but then you also get to feel like you've saved the people, and you don't have to worry about, you know, this person coming back and killing more of the innocents because you of a bad decision you make. Yeah, you ended the threat. Yeah, yeah, permanently. I hear you. Um, you know, uh, obviously, uh, my line of work—that's not what we do. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, but uh, there are there are moments in in video games where you think to yourself, "This is a real bad dude." Now, let, let's face it. You know, <clears throat> when you're a police officer, you're not you're not putting up with um, um, uh, criminals who are trying to dominate the entire world by means of genocide. Uh, but in video games, often you do. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Hey, if, uh, if Hitler dies in the end, then I guess the world would be a better place. Um, anything else, Mike? So that's been about it. Uh, my wife did get me a present uh, that uh, when it comes in from Amazon, uh, hopefully we'll be talking about it. Uh, there's a new book that's coming out, and it's not uh, the Tales of Tamriel book. Really? So, yeah, it's a paperback uh, with college theses in it. Okay. Uh, uh, so, all right. Yeah. You know, keep intrigued. an eye out for that one, guys. Sure. 
Uh, what is that all about? Uh, it's about the Elder Scrolls. Okay, uh, there, there, there it is. I'm thinking like, hmm, this has got to be about Elder Scrolls, but I'm not sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a book about Elder Scrolls, and it's a book about philosophy and uh, theses that people had done in college. Uh, at least as far as I can understand it. But once I get the book and read it, we'll have another book report coming. That's awesome. Okay, very cool. I, I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Um, Roberto de Rage Philosophy. Uh, well, what have you done in in Tamriel uh, this week? Well, I've actually been uh, pretty busy in uh, in Tamriel. Um, ESO uh, this week, uh, for the most part. Most of my ESO time was done with um, was Friday night for Dancing with Daggers, and uh, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, tell us uh, all about the stream. How'd it go? It, it went very well. Um, first, you know, first and foremost, Mark showed up. Yay, <laughs> so, Mark, I was yay. a little disappointed because yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. have to roll. Yeah, yeah every, I had everybody. to roll an orc for our naked orc run. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody was uh, uh, was uh, was kind of hoping that he like something would happen. He wasn't going to be able to make it. Uh, that he was going to have to he's going to have to roll an Altmer, but uh, but he made it. And uh, he disappeared for a second right before the show started, though. So I was like, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's back. <laughs> oh, well, hey, Mark, good for you. I'm glad. Yeah, uh, Mark. I'm glad you but, didn't uh, have to. But what we uh, what we did was we you know for our, for our first episode, <laughs> our first official episode, we decided to just kind of ease into it a little bit, and we ran just a regular pledge, which was Crypt of Hearts, and we we had a lot of fun with it. I mean, it was it, it was easy because like we're like uh, I took my sorcerer who's VR three, Ray's VR one, Tim's VR one. And Mark's VR thirteen, so obviously we did the sensible thing, so we didn't look like a bunch of complete noobs. We obviously um, uh, scaled the dungeon down to VR one, and you know w- we had fun with it. So that's the way to do it, because you know when you have a VR one and and someone in the group is VR thirteen, obviously you can't expect the VR one to um, be you know uh, add anything to the team when when they're fighting you know something 12 levels over them so exactly and everyone has fun because they're slaughtering and and, yeah it's cool and evidently this just in mark has hit vr 14 with that character yeah he did so the question becomes though did he beat liz to the punch no and i'll tell well i'll tell you why later (laughs) but uh (laughs) but we uh we ran crypt of hearts and it was so much fun. And well, a big topic in the chat room was the buff that I was using. Because everybody wanted to know, why is Rage's sword glowing like a lightsaber? Oh. It was. What was going mod. on with it? Yeah. It's, mod. No, it's not a mod. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is the ability, at least on, on that character, it was Expert Hunter from the Fighters Guild line. And what it does is it'll, um, the, while it's on your hotbar, you're allowed, uh, it allows you to see Daedra and Undead. And if you have the passive on, on Fighters Guild, it'll let you see werewolves too. Uh, but, uh, when you turn it on, it, it adds, it's like a 15% chance to do a ridiculous amount of burst damage to those said enemy types. 
uh, and pretty much annihilate them in one hit. But one of the other static passives of just having it on your hotbar is it is like a stupid increase to your crit chance with weapons. Oh my god. Like, uh, before this, we're, we're talking, it's probably like a 15%, 20% increase to your crit chance. It's disgusting. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and conveniently, you turn this thing on, and your weapon will glow like this, this bluish purple. So it looks like, if you've got a great sword, it looks like you've got Mace Windu's lightsaber. Oh my god. And um, and when you morph it, uh, I morphed it to Evil Hunter with my Nightblade. It adds this little greenish hue to that as well. But it's oh, it's an amazing ability. Um, it's now like um, all. It's always on my hotbar. I, I love this thing. But everybody was saying like, "What ability is that? I gotta have it." And that's what it is. It is Expert Hunter slash Evil Hunter. It it adds that uh, effect to your weapon. But um, oh, really yeah, cool it, tip. I like that, Rob. Thanks. But it was uh, it was oh, so much fun. Everybody's logging in now. Yeah. Everybody's logging in because oh, I gotta get out. Currently me. <laughs> but holy smokes! Um, but like we we had an absolute blast. We we went maybe a little past uh, the hour mark, uh, mainly because we just were derping around. Once we got back to the uh, uh, the undaunted enclave, we all turned in our stuff, and then we danced around the fireplace for a little bit, and then cut the stream, and uh, we had a blast. Sweet. Um, so that that was uh, my adventures with uh, with ESO this week, um, and the reason I haven't really gotten into ESO is cue the music. Oh, I I was woefully <laughs> unprepared <laughs> for the for the. Oh, so, yeah. Sorry, on. sorry about oh. that. Now ah, what the fuck? You gotta be freaking kidding me, man! That's some bullshit. Ah, come on! Rage of the week. Every, every week, this thing it always gets me. Like we, that the 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 curse uh, words in there are just bleeped so so tightly. It's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> I got well, it wrong. Oh my god! Like af- after after Friday, um, I, I I was very amped, and uh, th- this past Saturday. Uh, we were doing some Mother's Day stuff uh, for the you know for the weekend, so I didn't get a lot of gameplay in during the day. But I contacted my fellow uh, dancing daggers and said, you know, hey, you guys want to run something tonight? And they said, yeah, sure, you know, we'll be online. And I I get home and I log in and I'm able to get in, and all of a sudden, like my game just crashes to desktop. So, Uh-oh. yeah, so I'm like, well, that's weird. It hasn't happened in a while, so I fire it back up. Okay, the launcher loaded fine. Press play, log in, and you know what I get? I get a nice, pretty screen that shows um, Glen Umbra with this thing going, and it sat there for the longest freaking time. I even got up, smoked, came back. It was still doing it. Okay, I Alt F forward out of the game, opened it up again. Same thing. I log back in. It would not let me get to my character select. The game was just like, <laughs> you want to play ESO oh, today? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> and this, Infinite this one, load screen of hell. Oh, my God. Like I've never had a, a loading screen from hell like this, ever. Like, And I, I don't know what the deal was. Um 
I tried repairing. Um, I didn't uninstall the game. <laughs> There's your first problem right there. Well, your way of fixing. <laughs> well, that, that is my way of fixing things. But every time I, I uninstall the game, there's always some quick little fix. Oh, you just have to <laughs> you just have to close your launcher, get up, dance around your chair, clap three times, and your game will work. Um, <laughs> take, take a take a flight to Tahiti and back. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not exactly sure what what the deal was, but by by Sunday evening, um, my game was working again. And then it kicked me off again. But I could get in for maybe about five minutes, and then it would kick me off again. So I'm just like, I don't know what the heck was going on. And then with the patch uh, that came Monday, it was finally working again. But I've been busy all this week, so I haven't really been able to get back in, into game. But uh, so that, that's been my adventure with, uh, with the SO this week. Um, so in the meantime, I played a little bit of Skyrim and uh, got from three to 16 with my uh, once again created, probably for the umpteenth time, uh, Spellblade Vampire Killing Vampire. Uh, and, uh, yeah. How's that Nothing. going? It, that, that went pretty well. I, I always like doing the Markarth storyline, or not Markarth, uh, Mor- Morthal, with the, uh, with the Vampire Quest line out there. Because since it's Vampire Killing Vampire... And uh, I, I really like that quest line out there since it deals with vampires. And I don't think I've fact, ever done it. Oh my god, dude! You have to do that quest. Like, yeah, the, like the, there are many game, uh, many games. There are many stories and uh, quest lines within the Elder Scrolls games, Skyrim in particular, that tug at the heartstrings. That one for me, like, is one of those. Like Mike was talking about, here is an absolute vile character. And the, and they are one of those uh, one of those villains that makes you say, "I really wish Frank Castle were a real person." <laughs> but wait a minute, Rob, you've read the book though, right? Which on book? The, uh, on on the on the main protagonist there, he was a, a vampire hunter, right? And ended up becoming lunch for the vampire that he was hunting, and then went to Skyrim to hide. Mm-hmm. And so, but, you know... But, but it, it doesn't matter. The quest giver is enough to make me, like, yeah. I don't... Oh, I don't, yes, the little girl that yeah. you play hide-and-seek with. I don't I don't care what your sob story is. You're you're going down. Yeah. So... Maybe, maybe in Classic in this next group, if we when we do Skyrim, maybe we'll have to play that that uh, quest line. Yeah, um, um, well... I... I w- now, now my head's in two different directions. Um, I, I definitely have to. I definitely have to get into this uh, for sure. That, yeah. Uh, oh, it, it, it's great. I mean, I, I like the werewolf one in um, in Falkreath too, because like it's like there's always these little girls that are getting killed by these supernatural creatures, and it's like okay, it's time to sort of put on the black trench coat and pull out the katana and play blade. Oh yeah. It's like get some vengeance for these these young children that never had a chance. Any uh, anything else, Rob? No, that was pretty much it. Uh, I've been yammering. Well, but, uh, it was it was a good week. Had a fun week. Good. Um, so so uh, I didn't get a lot of time this week again. Um, tomorrow actually, I was actually considering doing the show tomorrow because I wanted to uh, see if I can buffer some some game time into the show for myself. But you know, it, it's been you know again, it's been a very busy week at work, and I haven't had a whole lot of 
whole lot of time to get into game with all the, the QGN stuff that I do and then writing the show pretty much all night last night. And um, here, here's, a, here's a quick little tease. Um, we are looking at two shows to add to the network. So um, hopefully by the end of the summer, we'll have them both up and running. Um, but uh, <laughs> does one of them have to do with him? Doc, no, there is no Doctor Who off the record. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, although I would love nothing more than to than to bring TARDIS cast back. Uh, I'd love to do that. I just don't have the time. Did you know I had a couple followers that listened to TARDIS cast followed me over to one of my other shows? Oh, really? Like, no, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that was really weird. It's like, wow, how'd you hear about us, guy? Tardis cat. Okay. <laughs> we did, what, what two episodes? <laughs> I, I think I was on two. That was about it. Yeah. Well, in any event, um, but I, I actually did get to play a little bit. Um, I was working on, on ESO a little bit this week, and I was leveling up, or tried to, anyway, level up my, my main character, who's been doing some gold content questing in Glenumbra. And I'm about halfway over to VR 13, which I think I got most of that um, in one sitting, just by spamming the uh, Glenumbra quests over there. Um, I think I'm about halfway done with the uh, the quest lines in, in Glenumbra, um, which I, I thoroughly enjoy. You know, I'm on my, on my way to to uh, to killing Falchu, so it's cool. It's a cool story. I like that. Falchu. Falchu. Oh, that was the one. Yeah, that was the one that last night you were like Falchu, 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 like singing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this coming up from my microphone, my headphones? I had a hard hey. week, and last night when I came home. Um, <laughs> There, uh, there just wasn't enough scotch and wine in this house to <laughs> wash that week away. I just didn't, just didn't care. Zero cares given. <laughs> so I, I don't know what came out of my mouth. <laughs> it, w- it was funny. <laughs> I can imagine. So, um, but but um, uh, I got to. I was playing some Skyrim as well, and um, I wanted to finally. Uh, get Janessa to be a vampire killing vampire. And I started the, the Dawn guard uh, quest chain, which I think I had said that last week. Well, this week I finally got Serana out of that sarcophagus in, um, in, uh, in Dawn guard. Enough. <laughs> yeah. And, I, <laughs> um, so yeah, I got her out of there and, during the fight to get her out, I realized that this is probably a good opportunity to uh, contract my Skyrim herpes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while I'm killing vampires, so so you know, sure enough, because you know she's a um, she's a sneak thief. So I, while on my way over to to saving Serana out of the sarcophagus, you know, I realized that I'm one shotting these things with my my crossbow and then my bow and arrow. So if I'm going to become a vampire, I don't want to wait to meet Harkon to do this. Like I want to walk into his castle and be like, what up now? I'm a vampire. And, uh, so I, I just started engaging these guys one-on-one and I finally contracted the disease, saved Serana. And, um, I waited inside there for like three days, three in-game days just to have the disease fully come out. And, um, I walk out of this place, fast travel, the, the, the fastest way, that I could get to Harkon's castle um, was by fast traveling, and the only 
the, the nearest point of interest that I had to his castle happened to be um, Mer- <laughs> Meridia Shrine. <laughs> so I thought it was very, uh, uh, very ironic because uh, my main <laughs> character is, you know, the paladin of Meridia. And here I am showing up to her shrine. And I'm like, um, don't look at me. <laughs> I made a bad. Um, <laughs> it's not who you think it is. <laughs> so I made my way over to Harkon's castle and I'll cut to the chase on this one. Um, I walk in there and I'm thinking, all right, I could either accept this guy's gift or not accept it. So I go through the whole vampire lord thing and, and then I figure, all right, so I want to be a vampire killing vampire, right? So let me get this, this vampire lord ability under my belt. Um, I do the vampire lord thing and then I just run amok in his castle. I start killing everybody. <laughs> And I love that 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 uh, I don't know the name of the spell that you use, but it's uh, the the one in the right hand is the red the red spell. You throw this at I guess it's some sort of like vamp- vampiric leeching ability. Yeah, that's the herpes. Vampire Spain? It that might may, that might be it. I I don't know the name of it. Um, you this thing hits like a damn truck. Yeah. I mean it hits hard, and then you you like leech their health from them when it happens and I thought for sure I was gonna I was dead because I start fighting Harkon inside this tiny little room and he and I are going at it and he's hitting me hard I'm like ah this was stupid I'm gonna have to reload the game but I start hitting him with this thing and I'm doing I'm making significant significant blows against this guy and like I'm getting healed as this happens I'm like oh this is awesome I stand a chance the door swings open like five guys start running in they're like you never should have come here. You're never gonna kill me. And I'm like, oh god, here we go. And I just start whipping this spell out, killing them all. I tried raising one, didn't happen. So I just start killing all these guys with this, uh, this vampire's bane spell, I guess. And and uh, I got them all down except for Harkon. I didn't realize he's a necessary character. Yep. So I'm like, all right, I'm engaged in combat here. I got to figure out a way to to get through this. So I just start. I run through the door. I just mop the floor with everyone. Every one of his little, you know, cousins and aunts and uncles or whoever's sitting around that table. I just wipe the floor with all of them and kill them all. Um, run out and and I realize like, okay, so obviously like my quest here is is failed. So I'm just gonna go back to Castle Dawnguard and figure like maybe I'll be prompted to still join the Dawnguard. Um, even as a vampire lord. Not so much. Not so much. Even though I was able to go into Castle Dawnguard as a vampire lord and not be forced into combat by any of these guys, that's it. Quest is done. You've chosen your path. Like, that's... Really? Yeah. You can't pick up the Dawnguard quest from there. So I reloaded the game, and um, I started making my way back to, to Harkon's castle... Uh, knowing that I'm going to be a vampire, I'm just not going to choose the vampire lord thing. So that's kind of the way, the direction I'm taking this character. And, um, I'm in, I'm enjoying that. I, I actually went to Harkon's castle, told him, uh, you know, I'm not going to accept your gift. He banished me from the castle. I go back to Castle Dawnguard. The place is under siege from vampires. We clear them out. And, and Isram's like, yeah, I need you to find like two other guys and, uh, one likes to play with trolls. Bring him over to me. So, <laughs> whatever. And I'm just standing. He's like, you know, 
Watch yourself. Vampires are all around. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> and uh, I swear to God, this guy talks like a like a twenty five year old, um, like a like a, like a like a twenty five <laughs> like a like a, a guy that's got twenty five years on the job at, at my uh, at my work. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your eyes open, rookie. I got nine years on. Yeah, whatever, kid. <laughs> Could you not cough on me? <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm a full full vampire. So it's just ironic that he's he's telling me to keep my eyes open. Meanwhile, I'm like my eyes are glowing at him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'll leave off with this. I'm really proud of myself with the crossbow. This vampire fledgling on the road from Meridia Shrine to Harkon's castle just starts running down the road just trudging on through and I'm like great here we go I'm gonna we're gonna get into some combat runs right past me I got my I got my crossbow up and she's just like zoom right past me like okay I guess when I'm a vampire and you're a vampire like we don't do this thing like it just doesn't happen I don't know maybe it bugged out I turn around I'm, I'm aiming my crossbow at this vampire fledgling and she's just about to crest over a hill and starts running down the hill. Like I, I believe I pretty much made my lost my opportunity here. I let a bolt fly off, nailed her right in the back of the head. She goes sailing like halfway down the road, and it was it was a great shot. And I was really proud of myself that I made it. So um, that was it was good stuff. So I am a vampire killing vampire here in Skyrim with uh, Witchinessa, and I, I am looking forward to uh, going further uh, with the Dawnguard as an actual vampire. It's going to be cool stuff. Sweet! So that's it for oh, me. Um, I never thought I'd hear about that from you. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I'm having fun. Uh, what about you, Liz? I, If you didn't know, I hit VR14. Hmm. I What's heard that? this was a rumor. Um, it is in fact true. And I wanted to make sure <laughs> that nobody doubted me on this. So, okay, this is the reason, uh, Mark beat me to VR 14. I was waiting for like three days for either you or Rage to come on. Cause Mark, uh, Mike, don't you have a VR 14? I have a VR 13 and a half. Oh, oh, so I beat all of you. How does it feel to be beaten by a girl, huh? Yeah, well, if you add up all my VRs, they're actually VR like Liz, that's rather sexist of you. What's what's the difference between men and women? I I, I believe they're both uh, have equal skill set abilities. Uh, I'm not going to go there. What does it matter uh, if I was beaten by a girl? Because I was like, one could beat each other at, at the peeing the furthest for contest. I don't know. <laughs> like I would... a commercial for Clorox bleach. What's the line for? <laughs> we weren't we weren't beaten by a girl. We were beaten by someone who is far more skilled than than oh myself. Oh my! Now you're just kissing us. We were anyway. we beaten by someone who has more time to play the game than us. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, but I was waiting because I thought I thought Mike was a VR14 already, and so I was waiting for Rage of Arwen to be online so that when I hit it, either they would their chat box would fill up with something because I know they have some add-ons, or it would just splash right across the screen like Mistress Lebeau has hit VR14. And um, so I waited for like three days, and I, I all I could do was like turn in um, what are the uh, crafting writs every night because I was like waiting around. And then Varwin comes on one night finally, and then he starts playing on Janessa, and then goes, "Oh, it's been a long day. I'm going to bed." I'm like, "God!" <laughs> so I'm really going to be in a dungeon with somebody, you know, and be like, "Oh yeah, here, there you go, whatever." <laughs> I felt I felt bad. I I wanted to. I wanted yeah. to be there when you hit VR14, but I was exhausted. You were. 
you were uh, you were doing something else. It was the next night, actually. I finally said, screw it. And I decided to turn in a quest that I knew it would give me enough. Um, and that was all in Cyrodiil. I, I did all that in Cyrodiil. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, I've been, you know, I've been doing more and more PvP. And I hate it, but I can't stay away from it either. I don't know what it is. It's like a bad boyfriend. I just... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I I just absolutely I send I send people texts every night. I'm like, I hate this. Why am I doing this? Hey, let me go back. <laughs> I, I, <sighs> How's it going in in um in uh in Cyrodiil? How 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 are you doing with it? How am I doing it, or how is my faction doing with it? Well, um, I got most of my bonuses, so somebody must be doing something right. Where where's your home campaign? Uh, Hedris, I think. You're kidding! Oh well, you play earlier in the day. I think that's yes, probably I do. why. Yes, I play um, gray hair or blue hair special at times. You play so the blue hair special. Yes, <laughs> um, I have noticed that when I log on earlier, there. Well, I know there are a lot of more people online. That's fine, but um, AD tends to do a lot better during the day. Um, but no, but I'm there so often. I'm starting to recognize players, and I, you know, I join their little PvP groups or whatever. You know, if they need somebody, and you know, I've I've found some people that I. I trust that are kind of on the same skill level I am uh, because <laughs> there's one person I don't know if the guy or girl um, is the same is a healer just like me and is knows where to go and all that crap but doesn't <laughs> is not always the smartest kind of like me like we'll both you know we'll heal everybody around and then all of a sudden we'll, we'll die for some reason and then accidentally like walk in the front door of, of a keep that has just been sieged and just, you know, all the enemies are just sitting there like, you know, hey, hey what are we doing? What? Fresh meat. Yeah, we'll do that all the time. Hey, 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 hey guys, how's it going? Ugh. Yeah. Well, um, so I'm like, these are my people. This is... <laughs> That's awesome. Like when you're concentrating, you're concentrating, but when you mess up, yeah. Um, but I've heard, I've learned a new term. It's called lag exploiting. Has yeah. anybody ever heard of this? what is what exactly is this lag exploiting? Can you please <laughs> tell me? Because I'm thinking to myself like it's got to be something where you know you're able to kill some able to kill someone based on the fact that you see that they're lagging and you take advantage of that extra time. But I, I, for the life of me, I could never like I could never figure out exactly how people do that how do they what is lag exploiting i did a little research on it because of course you know this has me very interested and what i found out now there isn't a solid answer out there that i can find uh but what happens is is that a group will get together and it's kind of a it's kind of a dice roll on this but if you get together and you all rush at something and you all aoe and and do meteor and stuff the things with the big effects <laughs> that will cause people to lag now it could cause cause you to lag but, you know, you're still doing a lot of damage and uh, it will cause other players to lag and you can just they can't react so you can kill them. Um, now, like I said, granted, it could happen in any situation. I mean, just a group running because AOEs are good, you know, they, they just do it and that happens. But I've heard of some instances where it's a real tactic and uh, that's a little scary. <laughs> yeah. Leave it to the exploiters to find this. Well, no. Well, it did pique my interest when I heard exploiting <laughs> at the end of lag exploiting. I was like, "Huh?" Yeah. Here's uh, here here's your uh, here's your free Dennis Leary quote of the day. Whoever thought of that needs to be involved in the space program. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> the space program. Yeah. Um, I mean, there people are going to argue with me and say, "Well, anybody could do that because if a group's growing to get yeah." But you know. 
people do it. Um, but then I started thinking, this is something I've never heard of. So I started thinking about other stuff in PvP that people just don't tell the other newbies or just, you know, people that aren't in a guild. Now, one of the things they, they like to tell you is, well, just join a PvP guild and people will tell it. No, that's not an acceptable answer for me. Anybody that, that says it like that, it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> does anyone really talk like that? I'm not like going to listen to you anyway. Well, so, uh, I've actually met some people on the street that, uh, that do, you guys don't talk like that. So. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Okay, no, game-wise. Like How about that? But I don't, I don't see people like that giving me any PvP advice. So. Well, true. <laughs> but when PvP's peers do uh, use that mocking tone, I'm not going to listen to you, and, I, and I'm going to do something else entirely. Anyway, so, but yeah, I started thinking about that. And, and what makes me sad is that when someone's new to Cyrodiil, they're pretty much only concerned about how to get around. So much so that by the time they get somewhere where they aim to go, it's either chaos or the battle's over. And then they get all the winning factions people standing around eager to kill them. Like, you know, that happens to me all the time. Um, so here's some Fair. stuff that I have learned that is taken for granted by the experienced players. Or, in better terms, this is how not to get yelled at in PvP. Let me give a couple things of advice. Sneak. Nobody told me about sneak. If everyone told me about, about sneak, finally. Yeah. Um, sneak wherever you go if you're nearing some enemies. Nobody told me that. Really? Or it says it nowhere. Okay. Yeah. That was the first thing. I was like, why are these people crouched? And everyone was like, because they can't see you. And I was like, oh, oh, you mean like in PvP? I thought it meant like a PvE when I saw it on a menu. Ugh. Well, and there you go. I so hear, sneaking around what? is good. Yeah, but I, I would just think that an enemy player would be able to see you, but apparently <laughs> they can't. And that's the entire controversy of the Shadow Club that they were having the big problems with like four months yeah, in. jerks. As to why it wasn't working, and you know, if you were tagged with a dot, you couldn't go into sneak, and you were still visible to the enemy players. Okay, okay. Did they fix, or did they do anything with that? They fixed it, uh, but there's still issues with it and length, and you know, bonuses okay. and stuff like that. And so, okay. Well, so, I've also heard that if you you are in stealth and and say you cast a healing spell on someone else. They will be visible when you cast a spell and you're in sneak. You're you're going to become visible. For, I don't know if it's just for a second or if it lasts. Um, it it says detected, not detected on my screen. So yeah, I've All also right, heard so that having a pet out will call attention to you when you're in stealth. I don't know if this is real, but you know, you watch the chat and people yelling. That's something I've heard too. Yeah, now, that's like pets, like uh, the Sork pets, the. Um the winged oh, really? uh, twilight yeah that's not like your guar following you because okay because you captain look nibbles away yeah if you look <laughs> captain nibbles can't won't be seen by you probably even so nobody who has like little pets running around but all the sorks that are running their scamps and their imps and their twilights all of those things are visible oh mike, thanks mike can you yes. say can you say captain nibbles again captain nibbles <laughs> Is, is, it, is it like how I say sandwich? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just that you have such a deep, masculine voice that when you say Captain Nibbles, it's really funny. <laughs> it's like, Captain Nibbles. <laughs> That's the proper way to say it. Cause it is. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So, so number one, sneak. 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 Okay. What's number two, Liz? You see a lot of other players, you, you go into sneak. Just, yeah. If they're sneaking, go into sneak. Pop a squad. Okay, number two. Do not set up siege until everyone's there. First of all, <laughs> if you th you are new to this, okay, wait till somebody else sets up siege. If you know you're new and you're learning, you wait and see where they're freaking aiming. I saw this guy got chewed out last night uh, because 
we're aiming at this wall, okay? The wall, you would think a wall's a wall, right? A wall's a wall. And, you know, okay, throw your siege weapons at this wall, or throw stuff at the wall. You hit, a, hit it with a rock. And, but no, the walls are sectioned. And I didn't even know this until last night when I saw this guy getting chewed out. Um, he was aiming toward, there, there was one door, a one-person door. Most of us were aiming for one side. Aim for the other side, and he got chewed out because uh, apparently that had its own health bar. That's uh, oh my god, oh my god, oh yeah, wow. that that threw me. That was brand new to me. Um, All but, right, yeah, I felt for that guy. So if you're new, just follow what other people are doing. How about so, that? Yeah, I knew it, that the doors and the walls were separated, but I didn't know that like the left side of the doors wall and the right side of the doors wall were separate health bars. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, I because I was wondering, I was like, is this fair to this guy? I don't, I don't know if this is they're being fair, but uh, sure enough, there were two different health bars. So um, aim, aim at the if you're setting up siege weaponry, aim at the one thing that everyone else is aiming at. Yes, that, just to be careful and don't aim at the actual door. You will also get yelled at for that. Um, yeah, and don't use meat catapults on the walls. You're <laughs> the meat cat. Yeah, I wouldn't use the meat catapults on the walls. That doesn't really make sense. Although, <laughs> there's a thing to say about um, aiming. Now, if you have like FTC or the combat cloud, you should be able to see how much damage you're doing. And I would use that even as a guide as to whether or not you're hitting something. I stood there for three minutes with a stone trebuchet uh, hitting hitting a wall, and the guys up in the keep were aiming at quote unquote aiming at me. Nothing. They. I, they were fall like the enemies. Uh, what are, stones and fireballs falling all around me? None of them hit me. They had, and I guess they just didn't know how to aim. So that's one way to check if you see any damage being done. It's kind of nice because I was like, "Wow, you guys can't hit me!" <laughs> Did somebody put that golden bubble over you? No. Um. And and to tell you the truth, I do. I keep that on my bar because I'll do it myself. I don't trust anybody else still. Yeah. So, <laughs> and on that note, okay. Oh yeah. Also, I've noticed that anyone, hardly anyone sieges from the front of the building. Just follow the group leader. They're probably going to go to the side. That's mm. a big thing. Yeah, chat room saying follow the crown. Yeah, follow the crown. Um, and on that note, if you're going to make a group, it is a good idea to tell people where you're going and what you intend to do. <laughs> I don't care if half your group is in team speak or not. There is one word, one sentence you could say, bloop, and then people understand where you're going. And <laughs> I got, You say, get in team speak. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I, I do hate that. Yeah. As I've been in TeamSpeak all week, and I'm the only one in the room most of the time. It's either me and Holy or just me by myself. It's oh, so no. lonely. Everybody's up playing, uh, well, what's the the one above us there? World of Tanks, I think. Oh, oh. yeah, World <laughs> of Tanks is big. Um, yeah, I, I can't do the TeamSpeak thing as witnessed by a song I just wrote. Um, so, I mean, it's one word in chat. Just say the name of the keep you're trying to go to. I, uh, you're the leader. Those You make those decisions. And then otherwise, if you don't make that decision and you don't tell people where you're going, then you're going to have five billion people in your group telling you, we should go here. We should go here or here. You're going to have that anyway, but you're going to have it even more. I mean, if you need to, just get a quick vote and then move. Standing around sucks. I mean, it takes long enough to get places. Standing around after you're there is the worst. Okay, that's about it. <laughs> One thing I've noticed about that is that um, people have, like, their own nicknames for some of these keeps. Yes, they do. So you have to learn that lingo. It's not only, like, looking at the map saying, you know, we're going to Allswell. It's yeah. like... They've got a nickname for that. That's like three or four letters so that they don't have to type it out. Right. And BR Keep, B Blue Road Keep. Yeah. Um, 
so many people that like to do the just the letters. There were there were new people, and we like I like having new people in my group. I don't care. I like learning along with everybody else. But uh, they're not going to get that right away. It's going to take them forever to look at the map and. Just, yeah, sure. That's why it's important to follow the group because eventually, when you start to see, you know, the abbreviations and then where you're headed, you know, it clicks in. Like, oh, okay, uh, BRK. I, BRK. I guess that means go to Blue Road Key. And there's something that Varwin told me. I, I didn't write this down, but there's he said, yeah, stay off the main roads because yeah. you do tend to get ganked on yeah. the main roads. Yeah, it's um, a lot easier to get ganked on main roads. It would be really – if you see a big group of other people, if you want to shout it out in group chat, being like, hey, those enemies are headed this way, to let people know where the battle's going to be. Yeah. Beware of large rocks, too. That's that's something oh, yeah. I would throw on your list. Large rocks. And I know it sounds stupid, but the fact is is that people like to hide behind those things and, and uh, sabotage you as you move past them. So if you're going to pass a large rock, try and be mounted and make a big um, a big arc around it. This way it'll, be, uh, it'll throw them off just a little bit. It'll, it'll buy you that extra second or two worth of uh, time that you could possibly get away. Right. Um Okay. Anything else, Liz? Uh-oh. Liz, I think Uncover you in stealth. I think you're breaking up over there, Liz. What, what did you say? Your mama. Oh. Oh, oh, <laughs> them's fighting she words. The super salad. Oh, my. I want the super salad. <laughs> Hot pocket. Hot pocket. Yeah. Um, no, that, that's it. I, I played a lot of Skyrim, but I don't even remember what I did. Um, well, answer me this: uh, what uh, what what character are you are you playing in Skyrim? What are you doing there? With that? Oh, my same my same character, my uh, my uh, bound archer. But I downloaded a mod, the Spells of Dragon Age. Um, of course, that's you cool. Did. So it's given me. Uh, it summons Alistair. <laughs> well, there there is a dragon. Yeah. Anyway, I already built a house where the the Dragon Age people. If you wanted that mod, to sh- we're going to show up. So I can't have two in one place. I'm like, I'll just keep uh, Eric. He's nice. Um, but the, the spells of Dragon Age, you could do like walking bomb where you hit somebody with one bomb and then they explode and then make other people explode. It's really cool. That's and, cool. But that means I have to level up my destruction. So that's giving me something to do. But I started Falskar too. Those enemies are kicking my ass. It's, yeah. And I'm very impressed with that map. Other than that, yeah. All right. Uh, well, hey, that means uh, we're, all, we're all done here with our gameplay. Great gameplay, guys, this week. Uh, crafting table is uh is next ow son of a bitch so here we are in the crafting table and uh we've got we've got two mods for you uh first one is called mora buff uh it's an acronym stands for more readable bigger ui fonts by Kafmi, and this is for Morrowind. So, um, Liz, I think you were kind of the inspiration for hunting this one down, right? Uh, yeah, because I'm the only one here without glasses. <sighs> okay, does this make you feel better? Yeah. I can't see anything. I don't have glasses. We need, we need, we need bigger, uh... <laughs> I'm wearing contacts, but I don't have glasses. <laughs> I know, but you do... Moral. Well, in my picture on Skype, you're wearing glasses. Yeah. Anyway. Um... um yeah, it's just enlarged fonts for Morrowind, uh, to, for maxim, maximum readability, for preserving the feel of the game. Uh, yeah, it's it's in a, a better bold font, and uh, kerning is, is applied, which is nice. Um, because that game, man, you open up that menu, and you can't read a dang thing. 
Yeah, if um, if you're you know getting getting old and VR fourteen like Liz is, <laughs> um, you know it's <laughs> uh, it could be real hard to. Should uh, get the reading glasses down here on the nose and be like, yeah, what'd you say to me? <laughs> I'm already like that a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it can be hard to, to read some of the text in, in Morrowind. Um, so here we go. There, there it is right there. Uh, that's, a basically what these menus look like, um, for the, uh, people on the stream. You can see that there, it, it, like Liz, uh, had told me yesterday, you know, the, the font just, and the UI just sort of pops with this, um, with this mod. So it's uh it's it's not bad. It's it's pretty cool looking. Um again you can get this on let's see, yes. uh Marwin Nexus. Marwin oh, yeah, Nexus. Sorry. It's by Camphi, K-A-M-F-I, and it's called More Readable, Bigger UI Fonts. And this is a lesson to all the future graphic designers out there. If you're going to write a lot of text, do not do it in a um in a creative font or whatever decorative font like in Morrowind where it's all in that weird yeah yeah whatever decoration yeah well so. I think that the the um the, the contrast has to be increased I mean the light brown on a dark brown background really doesn't pop and then when you add like the blues and the reds they start to blend in oh too. yeah and and um there's there's a little bit of a of a gauging blur on it but anyway yeah um of course i'm analyzing like i'm if they did this with the text but also this game was made when monitors don't look the way they do now so very true yeah that was the old crt monitors uh the next mod that we have for you is one that i actually uh got um it's it's an add-on for elder scrolls online i got it from eso ui it's called Minimap by Frykin, and uh, many of you probably already have this. Um, Minimap is most accurate and highly FPS efficient add-on available. Uh, it's the first Minimap add-on for ESO with a true wheel mode. Now it also features anticipate. Now it also has an anticipated feature: border pins. Uh, it's been thoroughly tested with Harvest Map, Sky Shards, and the Lore Books add-on as well so i got a, a screenshot for you here that i got off of esoui and um let me see if i can get this there we go uh this is kind of like a a um an amalgamation of all so the does it place one of these on your screen then yes all times yeah okay yes uh, now, th those are the borders you can choose, the different kinds. I personally use the circle one, and I don't have all that extra stuff at the bottom. Like, it, it'll tell me, you know, the time or whatnot if I want to at the bottom. Um, just really cool. It's a little bit more user-friendly for, for people that are uh, used to the traditional MMO style. You know, obviously, like World of Warcraft, Rift, I think even SWOTOR has something like this. Yeah. There's always some sort of mini-map. ESO was you know, was different because it didn't have this. And, you know, so, so I, I could understand that a lot of people, you know, would want to have this, you know, and this isn't bad. Personally, I don't, I don't use it, but, uh, um, Oh, I can't play without it. Can't do it. It's cause you're a cheater. I, I kind of feel yeah. the I'm same way. You know, I like, I like Elder Scrolls online the way it is without, uh, without any UI, really very minimal UI elements to it. It's, it looks like an Elder Scrolls game when it's like that. Um, but 
you know, I also welcome uh, the idea of making the UI as as MMO basic as as uh, as it can be, and having a mini map in there. You know, I I agree with you, Liz. You know, now that I have this, I don't want to play the game without it. But exactly, <laughs> I like I like knowing that at any given point, I could just take this off my game and I don't have to play with it. So, <laughs> good stuff. Um, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> You derp. What? <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So that is uh, that is the crafting table. Um, we're going to move on to our discussion topic, which is a uh, a video. Believe it or not, uh, we're going to show it and then a uh, quick commentary on it. In their tongue is Dovahkiin, Dragonborn. This is Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited, Freedom and Choice in Tamriel. Today, Zoss released a brand new hype video that briefly explains what ESO is and the kind of adventures and freedom of choice awaiting the uninitiated. Uh, we're going to play it for you right now. Um, has any of you guys, have any of you guys seen this yet? Yeah, I saw it. Would you? No, you sprung it on us last minute. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, here it is, guys. Enjoy to its fullest. Elder Scrolls Online, Tamriel Unlimited, is an expansive world with never-ending adventures and unparalleled social experiences. This is your legend. And you have the freedom to forge your own saga. You take on the role of the Vestige, a lowly murdered prisoner. Given a second chance at life, a great destiny surely lies ahead of you. But where that journey goes is entirely yours to decide. Your first choice is the identity of your character. The Ten Races of Tamriel are divided into three powerful alliances interlocked in a civil war. Choose your faction carefully, as it determines your allies and your hated enemies. You have the option of four unique class specializations. Regardless of your class, you will be able to wield any weapon or wear any armor in the game. You can also upgrade those weapons and armor, as well as your abilities. While your journey begins in shackles, only you can define your ultimate legacy. Adventure across all of Tamriel's ten provinces. There are hundreds of quests you can undertake, either on your own or with a group of allies. You can voyage off in any direction, exploring danger and intrigue in all four corners of the vast open world. Or join momentous battles that will echo through history. You can experience the thrills of living as an outlaw. And there are opportunities to improve your equipment through robust crafting mechanics. And just when you think you've conquered everything there is to master, there are still new surprises in store. The champion system activates when you reach level 50. Whatever you're doing, you're always progressing. 
The Elder Scrolls Online Tamriel Unlimited is a world of epic adventure. How will you create your legend? Yay! <laughs> Available June 9th on consoles everywhere. Where are they playing this ad? Uh, what do you mean, where are they playing the ad? I mean, where, where is it I... a YouTube thing? Are they yeah, si- putting a... I, I wouldn't be surprised if I uh, see it on YouTube. Yeah, well, everything using on YouTube. Yeah, I found YouTube. it on Twitter when they released it. Mm. Um, the only thing I could say is you could tell it's such staged combat because it doesn't give you the oh. chaotic feeling that, you know, whenever yeah. we're running around, it's like... Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I liked the way it was filmed. Or, or, yeah, I guess that's what you would call it, filmed. Yeah. Well, in all honesty, I still have yet to see a single game that plays the way that it looks in the trailer. Ah, it's very good. Yeah, that's that's good. Good. Uh, good notation there, Rob. You're 100 percent right. Yeah, but um, that was pretty close to tell you the truth. I mean, you could actually make those shots yourself. Like you could see exactly what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the actual game, so that was good. I mean, that's way better than only seeing cutscenes like you did with Swotor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the stuff I thought was really cool. The uh, the night blade when he's sneaking up on the camp and yeah, does the like teleport it. strike. I'm like, damn! I wish my teleport strike looked that pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Go from third person into first person on the hit. That would be so sweet for that. I, I I don't know what it was about. I think it was the guy's voice. Like it it sounded like a normal trailer guy's voice, but something. Oh, yeah. I don't, it was there was something weird where it was like this is cheesy, or maybe it was just the fact that they were they were. They did a very good job in advertising speak of act, of elevating the little things to make them sound like they're absolutely whoa. But oh it's yeah, just like, like the... oh yeah, you can change your outfit, you know. <laughs> if it's an outlaw in a uh, world where cats yeah, and lizards can speak, yeah. <laughs> like uh, joining joining epic battles that will echo through history. I caught that. I'm like. Ah, uh, you know, uh, you know that one time I I took nickel. I don't think that echoed through history <laughs> because I had to take it again the next day. Yeah, I, it was it was it was back in someone else's hands because the group wanted to go the other direction, <laughs> like within, within an hour. <laughs> there was one shot where it was like a terracotta army coming to life and charging. And I think we've done that as a group in Craglorn, but we killed the boss so fast that all yeah. of the army didn't come to life. Yeah. <laughs> what, um... Hot I, pocket! Hot pocket! <laughs> <laughs> what did, uh... How accurate, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most accurate, 10 be, uh, 1 being the least accurate, um, Mike, 1 to 10, how accurate was this compared to what you've played? Um, I want to give it like a seven, maybe, um, because there, you know, you definitely can tell it was staged, mm-hmm. you know, when they're all working in coordination, you know, and there's large group all charging at the same time. It's not the chaos that we see, like when we do like, you know, anytime we have a, an Argonian run or a Khajiit run or anything like that, it's like nobody has like fighter pilot you know, precision of like moving. It's like people are running inside of each other. And but also just, nobody wants to see that on a commercial. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so it's a lot, you know, it's a lot more chaotic 
you know, when you play for real. Yeah, I uh, think um, be- I think uh, people understand that, though, when they're watching this, they're probably thinking to themselves, like, you know, oh, the game looks really good. And if you were to ask them, like, you know, what do you think about the footage you saw, they'd probably, someone would probably say, yeah, it looks like, you know, the developers probably staged a lot of that. But, you know, if that's but, like, what's other, the game. Yeah, other than that, though, I think, you know, piece by piece, it's really accurate as to what you can do. But it's definitely staged, like, you know, going from first person into third person or third person into first person or the strange camera angle that you're not we're not able to get like the one scene with the giant there. Um, It's filmed from another person's perspective because we can't get that scene. Yeah. You know what I like is I like the fact that everyone here, me, Rob, Mike, you're all wearing tweaked audio headphones right now. Yes, I am. Yeah, you've got Mike. Uh, uh, Mike's got the the PB yellows, right? Yep. And, and they have lasted me since I started listening to the podcast back, you know, two thousand and twelve ish. And that was what, like twenty bucks for those? About right? Oh, not even. I think they're thirteen. Thirteen for those. And then Rob, you've got the same one. My favorite, the classic black with the microphone on there. Indeed, I do. Yeah. Uh, Although my my microphone broke it's like taped so okay it's like i actually had to put tape on it but it's the harry potter of microphones and it still okay. works all taped up I, like I, I really don't use the mic anyway like i <laughs> i mainly use them uh to listen to uh replays of the podcast at work uh and uh music and stuff like that so i don't really use the microphone fantastic audio quality tweakedaudio.com our code off the record 30 percent off shipped to you for free so uh my <laughs> <laughs> Stealth ad in there. Stealth ad. I'm a dirty hoe. I know. Rob. <laughs> oh my god. The vice squad is after you now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm going to stop it there, and because I'm going to go on with that one. Um, Rob, what did you think? Scale one, scale of one to ten. Um, how accurate for your gameplay do you think that that trailer was? I would give it a seven point five. Okay. Um, I think that. Uh, a lot of what was said is accurate. Um, with the champion system, they made the statement that no matter what you're doing, you're always progressing. See, I like your voice better on that. <laughs> That's but, good. But, you know, I sat here, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. But, yeah, with the champion system, but you are eventually, eventually, it's going to take you a while. Ten like, years. Like ten years <laughs> to hit that cap. But... You will hit it. So technically, it that's not entirely true. But you know, I, I get the point. Uh, a, a lot of the animations that they sh- that they showed, uh, for the most part, uh, again, we, we've we've already said that it seemed staged. It was very clean and uh, precise. Whereas all the gameplay that I've done, be it uh, dungeons or PvP or just questing. It is complete and utter chaos. So, um, and to be to be perfectly honest, if anything, the trailer is not doing the gameplay of the actual game any justice. So that's why I, I knock it down. See, I think they should have shown my character looking out of Avarwin's character's navel because mm. that's usually the way that I ah! see it. my little Bosmer, you know, peering through his Nord's navel. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> moving right along <laughs> um, where do we go with that <laughs> uh, like you know what like a hot pocket you drop it like it's hot 
<laughs> and move on to Liz. <laughs> That's right. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Um, stop. Someone stop me. Uh, Liz, <laughs> what do you think? One to ten. It was technically very, very accurate because everything they said was absolutely true, but things were blown out of proportion, uh, as they do in all advertising. I think the video, I don't care if it's staged, it was very, very pretty, and you can see most of that stuff literally in-game. So, there you go. Uh, eight. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to, yeah, I would have to say it's it's uh, a 7.5 for me because it's between somewhere between a 7 and an 8 for me. I think it's it's highly accurate. You know, if you're... Um, if you're looking to get this game for the console and you, you see this and you're like, huh, that looks really cool. I wonder how accurate this is compared to what I would, I'm interested in, in playing for the console. Um, I would say it is highly, highly accurate. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a little over dramatized, but what you're seeing is absolutely what you're getting. Um, minus some, you know, live derpadoos that you're, you're playing around with, um, yeah, it's 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 right. It's spot on. I would say it is definitely spot on. So, um, what do you got? The only there? thing that I would say is like I really wish that they didn't have like the flying camera angle. Yeah. You know, like when they go into wind or into Windhelm, because you're not going to see that flying camera angle. And I think people are going to be like, "Oh, wonder how they got that flying camera angle? Are you up high? Do you fly on something?" Uh, That's the only man's. That happens yeah. in every single video. I know, game but commercial. you know, the concept here is how accurate is the you know is this commercial for gameplay? Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and you know they shouldn't if 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 that's what we're basing it on, they shouldn't be showing. It's like whenever like with the Assassin's Creeds, you know, I bought one of the Assassin's Creeds because of the the commercial I saw. I'm like, oh my god, this is so great, and it was just like I didn't even complete to getting out of Boston. You know, I was just so disgusted with it. Well, you learned your lesson. <laughs> well, um, there you go, guys. We 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 believe here on the show that it is it is uh, strongly um, strongly uh, uh, a strong uh, representation of what you'll be playing in the game. Uh, all right, guys. Tamriel's rumors. Right after our tiny little bumper. Oh my god, Becky, did you hear what Yorun just did? <laughs> Poppycock. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Two key developers leave Zenimax Online Studios. Uh, this week, Reddit users discovered Nick Conkle. Nick the Conk Conkle is no longer working for ZeniMax Online Studios. The former lead gameplay designer of Elder Scrolls Online is now working at Riot Games, who's best known for developing MOBA Powerhouse and the ire of adolescents everywhere. League of Legends, as a senior game designer, according to his LinkedIn profile, Reddit users... Being the inquisitive folk, they are delved a bit deeper down ye old rabbit hole and discovered Maria Aloprando, according to her LinkedIn profile, is no longer with Zenimax either. Her profile now lists Zenimax as a previous employer. So, why is all of this virtual Facebook stalking worth any news at all? Well, it might speak to the environment over at Zoss. Uh, when senior game developers leave... Games community has learned to ask itself, is this a sinking ship, guys? Like, what's going on here? Oh, my goodness. Uh, what do we think? 
Does Nick Conkle and Maria Alaprando's departure from Zenimax bode poorly on the future of ESO? Or is this just a lot of internet bluster? Uh, since since apparently um, Liz this dropped died. yeah Liz dropped from the call um, mm. like a hot potato. Uh. <laughs> now my face is split. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Rob on the on the weird freaky split face. <laughs> um. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that looks goofy. <laughs> it does look goofy. Oh well, yay live, yay live. Uh, hey, this is this is what happens. Uh, hopefully, we'll get we'll get her back. Um, so I guess Rob, maybe you want to lean over to the left or to the right just a bit there, and, and they, there you go. Look at that. So Rob, what do you think? Do you think you think this is worth anything at all, or or no? It's it's hard to say. Um, to be perfectly honest. Mm. Um, when it, when it comes to, uh, to things like this, changes in personnel, uh, the media is going to take it whatever direction they want because it's sensation, uh, sensationalization, or if that's even a word, yeah. uh, the, the fact that, okay, the fact that Nick Conkle uh, is the former lead gameplay designer of Elder Scrolls Online He's not there anymore. So, oh my God, the the studio must be falling apart. For for all we know, all right. For all we know, you know, Nick had been working on this game for the past six, seven years. Who's to say that because he became a pretty popular name among this this player base? Like, there's hardly an ESO player that followed the game that didn't know who he was. So. Who's to say that he didn't get a call from Riot Games saying, hey, um, how would you like to make six figures? I mean, it might. You know, things like that happen. I'm not saying that did happen. And if if the game was, was Nick's baby, then, you know, he might have turned that down. But um, Nick is a, is a working... Uh, Working Joe, just like the rest of us, and needs to pay the bills. So if they gave him a lucrative offer, sometimes you just got to let your creations go, you know? And th- that's kind of how I look at it, you know? Um, my my boss once, you know, once told me in my previous job, and it's something that stuck with me, is that nobody is irreplaceable. So... The nature of his departure and Maria's departure from Zenimax, we will never know. And to be perfectly honest, it is none of our damn business. Um, yeah, I, I got to agree with a lot of what you said. And welcome back, Liz. Um, we no longer have freaky split-screen rub. <laughs> and, <laughs> and goodbye, Liz. <laughs> and goodbye, Liz. <laughs> welcome back, freaky split-screen rub. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to give two opinions? And welcome back, Liz. It's going to be two-faced. <laughs> so, um, and, and Liz, if, if you are in fact back, uh, we haven't heard anything <coughs> from you. You may be muted. Um, I doubt it because I've been coughing. Okay, there you go. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, don't forget, guys. I mean, you know, uh, Nick's a young guy. He's been he's been um, he's been working on on this. You know, six seven years. Uh, just because the game's been out for just over a year now really doesn't mean anything. He's been working on it for, you know, six, seven years. Uh, when you're a young guy in your, in your, um, mid, mid twenties, 
late twenties, uh, excuse me, uh, mid thirties, you know, forties, you, you move from job to job nowadays for every five, seven years, I believe is the average of where people, you know, go and, and, and you, you get you bit, you get your biggest raise by going to another place doing, uh, <laughs> it's a hundred percent true uh, to say that's, that's what a lot of people, and people have been doing this for 15 years now. It's uh, the gone are the days of spending 15, 20, 30, 40 years in one place. It's not the fifties anymore. Um, Love it if my everybody wife, lost their minds. If anytime I changed a job, oh, my wife used to work at a company where uh, one of the employees had been had left the job and been rehired three times, and was making to the region of almost two hundred thousand dollars a year <laughs> because he left, went to the competition, and signed a, a thing, you know, and then was there for a while, and then left, went to another competition. Uh, and just cycled through the these competitions, you know, each time coming back, you know, and getting more and more money That's over smart. the course of a 20-something year career. Smart guy. Very smart. And, you know, and I'm not saying like, you know, there's, you know, uh, there, there's nothing to be worried about here. Uh, what I am saying is that there, I'm not surprised that, that Nick left. And I'm not surprised that Maria left. Because she falls right in there too. She's, you know, uh, like like many of us on this show, we're young professionals, and you, you know, when you go from uh, one one job to the next, that's going to be your biggest raise. And um, you know, just because this happened doesn't mean necessarily that the game is a sinking ship. Uh, quite to the contrary, actually, you've got um, you've got uh, consoles are are just over the horizon. They've got um. um their uh, their next uh, expansions or not expansions, but you know next big game content is is planned and coming out fairly shortly. We we uh, talked about that last episode. So I I mean you know the the, the community is pretty much stabilized from what we can tell. Uh, Mike, what about you? What, what do you think about this? The other thing to remember is this is a AAA company here. Uh, you know everybody is a wheel and a cog when it comes to that. This is not you know a startup company where it's got five guys. Where if, you know, an indie company lost one of five, you know, developers, you know, that's like 20% of the company's gone, the company's going to go under. This is, you know, they've got huge number of people on staff. You know, it's a AAA title. And, you know, the game is in final, you know, I mean, it's been out for a year. It's got a list a mile long of expansions that we're waiting for over the next year. You know, it's the kind of thing where if he's, you know, looking for a change, this would be the time or she's looking for a change. This would be the time because a lot of the work has been done and, you know, they've got a reputation and, you know, they've got, you know, a really solid, you know, resume behind them. So I don't think the game, you know, people that play the game and are fans of uh, Elder Scrolls have anything to worry about. Uh, we will miss them. You know, the conk has been on the show a number of times, um, you know, uh, but, you know, I don't think that we have much to worry about in terms of the game collapsing or Zenimax Studio collapsing. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, our worst fears of this game have basically have been realized anyway. Uh, the subscription model is gone, and uh, thank God they didn't put a free-to-play model in there. They put a buy-to-play model in, which is wonderful um, that, uh, that 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 happened. So, I mean, you know, really, what are we worried about? We, you know... We worried about the game going free to play. That's not a worry anymore. Uh, 
<laughs> you know, I, uh, not, I, I don't, I don't think, I, I guess the whole point of, of what I, um, of what I'm trying to say is just because these, these, um, young, you know, young professionals have left doesn't necessarily mean that, uh, the entire studio is a sinking ship. Uh, Liz, we'll give you the last word. People change jobs. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, to the point and brief. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> I will miss his very good looking pictures on these interviews. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people will, uh, but but I'm sure many many a good looking photo of Nick Conkle will be will be all over the place at Riot Games. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Liz is going to start playing League of Legends, having <laughs> the Legends oh OTR, just so she can interview him. I'm sure oh, it will God. not be the end of the uh, internet photos of what Liz likes to call the hot conk. The hot conk. The hot conk. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, guild updates, YouTube comments, and emails in just a moment. I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. <laughs> uh, Mike with the with the, the the plushy shark thing again on the webcam is great. I got to get a picture of the, uh, the the courier guy so that after you see the teeth, that's what you see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Rob is going to uh, lead us in to ESOTR Guild updates. Thank you, Yvarwin. Well, um, starting off with our uh, Old Mary Dominion Guild, Akatosh. Uh, again, if you uh, missed last week, uh, new guild leader is Mistress LeBeau. You must worship what? her, for she is VR14 and will let you know in true Altmer style. Look. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Burn. Oh, yeah. Help me bid stretch or else I'd come back with something else. But Yeah. <laughs> but um, she but, walks around going, exterminate. <laughs> exterminate. I'm going to be Empress. I don't care. It's going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, son, if you put your mind to it, you could accomplish anything. That is that is true. That That is very true. I mean, maybe quite... not in this case, but generally speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what well, I was doing the McFly, the George McFly, you know, son. So for Akatosh, uh, looking to do dungeon runs for people. Uh, so if uh, if you're interested, uh, if you have any ideas or how to gather people for it, uh, let Liz know. Uh, might need another uh, solid member to be there, so don't spend forever trying to find a group. Uh, Moving on to Meridia, which is our Ebonheart Pact Guild. Guild leader Nerevar Telvani. Coming May 15th, that would be Friday night, is Hide and Seek, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it's going to be in the Ebonheart Pact zones, and this is how it's going to work. At the start of the event, uh, there will be an announcement for a clue for the first location in Guild Chat. Once you believe you have found the first mystery location, email Nerevar Telvani, and he will send you a clue to the next location. There are three clues and three locations total, with the third being his hiding place. First player to find him and open trade with him will win the grand prize. Runners-up will get a variety of other 
surprises. Uh, that's a cool event. I like that. That that is a cool event. Yeah. Uh, that, that's Check in the box cool. in Cyrodiil. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, Stendar, as we don't really have anything on the radar right now, but depending on uh, what occurs with the uh, hide and seek event. There is still going to be Dancing with Daggers this Friday at 10, uh, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. And uh, we might shake things up a little bit. So tune in, and we might have a little special activity. Shaking uh, it up with Rob. That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. Back to you, Ivaro. Oh, thank you very much, sir. And uh, now that I have taken the speaking stick from Rob, I will now pass the speaking stick off to Mike with This Week in Time Real Holidays. This week, second seed. Second seed, the seventh. Uh, second planting. The celebration of second planting is in flo- full glory this day. It is a holiday with traditions similar to first planting. Improvements on the first seedlings symbolically to suggest improvements on the soul. Free clinics of the temples are open for the second and last time this year, offering cures for those suffering from any kind of disease and affliction. Because they're looking for peace and not conflict, it is stressed that battle injuries are healed only at full price. Oh, we, didn't we do that one last week? Yeah, we did. <laughs> and then we have Second Seed the Ninth, Maruk's Day. Maruk's Day is only observed by certain communities in the Scaffolding Woods by comparing themselves to the virtuous prophet Maruk. And people of Skeffing would pray for strength to resist temptation. In Daggerfall, this is the summoning day for Namira. How do you get Maruk right and then get Skeffington wrong? I have no idea. Because <laughs> he was concentrating on Maruk. I, yeah, it does take a lot of energy. and That's why I don't like fantasy names. Anyway. Bacon pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Making bacon pancakes. Bacon pancakes, <laughs> bacon, bacon, <laughs> put it in a pancake. Bacon pancakes, <laughs> that's what's going to make bacon pancakes. Pancake. Bacon uh. pancakes, making bacon yes! pancakes. Take a bacon and I'll put it in a pancake. <laughs> bacon pancakes, that's what it's gonna make. <laughs> oh wow! So on the the thirteenth of second seed, we celebrate bacon pancakes. <laughs> oh. Oh. Bacon pancakes, making bacon, bacon pancakes. pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a holiday every day. Ah, yes, it is. That was a nice wake up surprise. Thanks. Thank yeah, you. you're welcome. All right, so YouTube comments, Le Liz, Mistress Lebo, the YouTube comments from episode 149, please. From 149, YouTube, from Pavati Quinta. Quinta. I'll put this on a separate. Co- wow. I think ESO will feel even more Elder Scroll Z when they put in the spellcrafting system. Can't wait to gain a healing. Can't wait to gain a healing ultimate for my sorcerer healer! Exclamation point. I'm glad ESO is not a sandbox. Many people who clamor for sandboxes are the sort of people who do like to gank lobies, corpse camp, and generally ruining the day for other folks. Ugh, no thanks. I bet this is why they have postponed the cops part of the justice system for balance issues. I think ESO has a decent PvP system in place while allowing the pacifists like me to have fun as well. Immersion breaking? I'll take that any day over fun breaking. Ooh. And corpse camping, by the way. Yeah, that's what... That's what they do when a lot of people have died. They stand around waiting for other people to come res them and then kill them. Or... They squat down over their heads over and over again. That's what Um, that sneak is for. Yeah. Additionally, um, uh, the same video, uh, Parvati Kinta. 
also says, uh, leveling up your skills in Marwin did not take into account your environment, so you don't need to be in combat to level up Conjuration or any of the magic skills. What you need to do is cast spells of that school many times. Casting a more expensive spell does not reward any more skill XP than a cheaper spell either. So you can use the spell maker to make a very cheap spell and spam that. This will help you not not to fail too because failed casts do not give you skill xp either or you can always throw money at your trainer when you can afford to do so also minor skills do count towards your level gain only miscellaneous skills don't how to level up destruction when not in combat simple make a cheap drain stamina one point spell cast on self well oh cheating yep um, uh, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't say it's a full on cheat, but I would call it a, an exploit because you can make spells in the game. So it is, a, you are properly using a game system, but I don't think the game developers really intended for people to do that. Oh, oh. So, so. so like talking to some guy over and over and over again in some metery, uh, builds your skill in speech. Yes. Except that uh, when they patched the game, they took that out because they realized you were exploiting it. Right. Oh, did I whistleblow on somebody? Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> so, again, you know, uh, a minor exploit, but um, I don't think it's a full-on cheat. Major exploit, I should say. Major exploit. <laughs> not really a full-on cheat. Um, this one comes from Siege Deluxe Liz. Uh, Siege Deluxe. Uh, if you can, please bring up the issue with the massive lag in Cyrodiil on your next episode. Look up my, uh, look up his videos. Um, he's got Elder Scrolls lag. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Okay. We ain't absolutely not. No, no. I'm sorry. We don't. Yeah, no. That's not cool. There, there, no. You don't, uh, I'm sure he didn't mean any harm by it, but that, that is not a very nice thing to do to. Uh, promote your own videos on your comments in our in our YouTube channel. Is, well, also I checked that out, nice. and there's no uh, evidence of any lag. I didn't see any, so there you go. All right, <laughs> how about um, that? But uh, <laughs> despite that, Siege Deluxe does actually bring up a really good thing. Uh, please bring up the lag issue in Cyrodiil in your next episode, which uh, I believe Liz did, um, bringing up lag exploiting. So. So there you have it, and uh, thank you very much, Siege Deluxe, lag for your exploiting. <laughs> lag exploiting! Lots of lag exploiting! Zerg <laughs> into a zone and <laughs> pop a lot of magic That's how she's going to become Empress. <laughs> What's that, Mike? Uh, that's how she's going to become Empress. She's going to lag exploit the Emperor and kill him. <laughs> I just said it would happen. I didn't say how. <laughs> uh, we've got emails. This one comes from Skyrim Lover and uh, Rob. Would you mind, sir? Okay. Hi there. I'm a huge Hi. fan. I am one of many people who think Skyrim is the best game ever. I've never played checkers. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to suggest a few things to you. Here are a list of suggestions me and my fellow game players would like. First, more children to rehome, for example, in Skyrim. Hearthfire, you can... Uh, uh, punctuation, dude. <clears throat> in Skyrim, Hearthfire, you can only adopt up to two children, but maybe in the fur uh, further future of Skyrim, there could be up to six children to adopt. Second, more pets to own, so cats, dogs, rabbits, living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> Dog <laughs> <Skeevers>. <laughs> 
I hope you have the time to read through my letter and make a response. Yours sincerely, Skyrim Lover, a.k.a. I believe that is DBD1497. I would definitely like uh, additional... I think that'd be a cool idea to have, you know, dogs and... Well, rabbits, I would say, um, as as pets in, uh, in Skyrim. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. It'd be different. I'd be okay with that. I'd be all right with it. I'm sure there's mods. Modders, oh, yeah. get on that. Get on that. Um, what do we got here? This one comes from Mike B. Uh, maybe Mike M would like to read from <laughs> Mike B. See what it did Okay. There. Howdy, crew. Just wondering if anyone has ever taken advantage of some of the non-respawning locations in Skyrim and used them as homes for your character. There's quite a few, many of which have extra amenities and make for perfect pads. A few of my favorites are the hunting... Brew Boilery for the Thieves Guild questers. Uh, you have a fence right next door. The abandoned house in Markarth has tons of storage and is great for creepy vampiric characters. Anissa's cabin is small and easy access. The satchel and dresser are safe as well as everything in the basement, including an enchanter and alchemy station. But my fave it has to be where my orc barbarian lives. Crack Tusk Keep, a forge alchemy lab a private bedroom makes this perfect little castle hey it sounds like a skyrim realtor now this one's a fixer-upper take care mike b uh my mother would kill you if you just she heard you say real realtor like that it's realtor <laughs> i just every time i hear that now that that her voice is in my head going it's not realtor okay anyway <laughs> now you guys know that a 60-something-year-old lady might come and punch you if you say realtor. The more you know. <laughs> um, Listen, go drink your pop out there in the Midwest. <laughs> My pop? Pop. All right. What do you think, Mike? What do you, what do you think about that? I've heard of a couple of them before. Uh, the creepy, uh, you know, empty house there in Markarth. I've definitely heard of that one. Uh, especially uh, when you start out Anissa's Cabin. Uh, but I've never heard of uh, the, anybody using the Honeybrew Broilery or the um, Crack Tusk Keep. So those are, you know, some cool ones there to keep in mind. Yeah. The Honeybrew thing is just so hard to get. To, like, you can't, well, you, I guess you can really pour it in, but ugh. There were uh, rats can, there. <laughs> well, once you've completed it, though, you have the key and you just walk in and out of that mm. area. And yeah. you do have a fence right there, so. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool little, uh, it's a cool idea to to use, you know, um, in-game locations that that can't that don't have enemies that respawn in there as your own uh, little little place. It's cool, which is really cool because my thief character has never done the dragon, so I don't have um, the place in White Run yet, um, Breeze Home. So it's the one area where like I don't spend any time if I don't have to because I don't have anywhere to dump stuff or to you know sleep, and I use those extra needs mods where you know you have to eat, sleep drink, bathe, things like that. So. Oh, oh, I saw that the other day, yeah. So that's really a cool idea to have that one there because it's right near Whiterun. Mm. Uh, this one comes from Musclehead, who says, Hello and greetings, ESOTR crew. I am writing in with a concern about the imminent launch of ESO on the PS4 and Xbox One. I know QGN is essentially a PC gaming network, and I'm fine with that. My only concern about ESO launching on June 9th on consoles and QGN being mainly a PC network is 
but I hope y'all cover the consoles equally. I know I might be a little paranoid about you guys not covering consoles as well as PC. Varwin has previously stated that he got a PS4 on which to play ESO, but I hope you guys still cover console versions as well as the PC version. May our road lead to warm sands. Musclehead007. Well, Musclehead. Uh, first of all, thanks for your continued support and listening to our show and, and emailing us. Uh, we know you've been around for quite a while, and, and here on our 150th episode, I uh, just want to kind of acknowledge him and, and everyone else as well uh, who's been who's been listening. So big, big tipped hat to you folks for listening to us for as long as you have. Um, the reason why I wanted to put this on the show was I wanted to state again that um, the PlayStation 4, like buying the PS4 was the biggest waste of money this year for me like i i i like it but i don't four hundred dollars like it well i mean you're also you don't have that time for gaming so i i don't know if you're really dissing everything that's on the ps4 so people don't write in and saying yeah okay no yeah you're more of a pc gamer anyway well yeah but you know the it's yeah it's not it's nothing i'm not not yeah i'm sorry i didn't even think of that to be honest with you it's, <laughs> it's the furthest thing yeah. from my mind like i i enjoy the playstation 4 but like i said you know i don't 400 dollars like it uh, the reason why i i spent that money is because i want to cover elder scrolls online on the consoles and know what's going on there and and you know uh, i could have additionally spent more money on an xbox one but um that's way too expensive to buy both consoles for one game is just stupid so (laughs) you know i made my choice i chose the playstation 4 and um you know i'm waiting for for eso to come out for the consoles but the whole reason why i did do this was was so i can cover that game on the consoles this way um the console experience is going to be very, very different than what we have on the PC. And I want to make sure that I know that the experience that the consoles are getting is the same knockout awesome experience that we're getting on the PC. And if there is a difference, we are going to say it on the show. I want to make sure that that happens, that we cover this as equally as humanly possible. Um, unfortunately I can't break the bank to make sure that that happens. So I did not buy an Xbox one, but I did buy a PS4 for that express purpose. Um, so I want to renew some of that faith that yes, we are absolutely going to cover the console version of ESO on this show. Um, I'm going to be all over it like white on rice. No worries guys. And, uh, are the main differences well there are going to be differences so never mind yeah the ui is going to feel very very yeah. very different and and it needs to feel very different uh cuz you know playing a game on your couch with a controller in your hand the experience is completely different than playing in front of your computer with a mouse and keyboard um so the ui needs to reflect that it needs to be just as comfortable as the ui on the pc and the mac so so yeah it's going to be different um, I, I honestly, though, I think it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I just really hope do. that, you know, we don't run into, uh, more Dawn Geek. That's, that's the one thing that I don't want to see with this is that, um, you know, starting to get like strange, you know, things released only for Xbox one or only for a PlayStation. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, once they're all out there, you know, 
that everybody has equal access to all of the the content. I don't think I really don't think they're going to do that ever again. I mean, they um Bethesda in particular had um had some sort of a um minor flub with uh with consoles and and DLC with with Oblivion. Yep. Um I think there was a horse armor thing. They they released horse yeah. armor and it didn't come to another console or something and Oh god forbid if you have something like that where it's like, you know, how when you get um uh, Mortal Kombat, and if you bought the the Xbox one, you got this special character, and if you bought the Nintendo one, you got Link, or if you bought the other one, you know, God forbid if you have any of that kind of stuff going on where yeah. you can only get this horse or, you know, this armor set if you, you know, have the Xbox version. Or Well, my point oh. is between between the, the horse armor debacle and now the much bigger, because of social media having matured, uh, the quote-unquote Dawngate <laughs> problem which we covered so efficiently on this show <laughs> oh <laughs> yelling like an idiot Pete Hines. <laughs> oh my god Marvin. i don't know why he ever talks to me <laughs> i don't either because <laughs> we've been going for 150 episodes so. <laughs> oh so embarrassing <laughs> but in any event like i don't think they'll ever do that again <laughs> um I, I don't think they will. It's just it would if they if that if they ever released like a like a DLC or content for one console or one platform and didn't release it on another. I, I mean, we gotta publicly go out and say you had the horse armor thing, you had the Dawngate thing, you did it a third time. What the hell is the matter with you? What's the definition <laughs> of insanity? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, how stupid could you possibly be? <laughs> but I don't think they would ever do that, to be honest. So, But if they do, we'll know about it, and, and we'll be... And you'll hear it here first. You'll hear it here first, that's for sure. <laughs> laughing. Uh, laughing our butts off. All right, guys. Um, that is the end of our show. Uh, and, and it begs the question. Hmm, um, I enjoyed uh, El- Elder Scrolls Off the Record, episode 150. Um, on this on this one platform, I listened to it on. But where where of our where could I possibly download and listen to your show on other platforms? Well, I'm glad you asked, dear listener, because you can listen to us on iTunes. We are available on the Stitcher Radio app, which is a fantastic app if you are a Droid phone user. I have it on my uh, brand new. Look at that there. Um, uh, Galaxy Note 4, I used the Stitcher Radio app on this sucker. I had it on my Galaxy Note 2, and I had it on my Thunderbolt years ago. Good stuff. Uh, QuestGamingNetwork.com. You can listen to our show on our website, QuestGamingNetwork.com. Also, check out our schedule, uh, and it is new, improved. Uh, it is a much faster QuestGamingNetwork.com, and it now has been uh, re-optimized for mobile and tablet devices on questgamingnetwork.com. So check that out. And, of course, on YouTube, youtube.com slash questgamingnetwork. You can check out the video cast. Please leave a comment. That would be awesome. Like us and please subscribe. That would be very helpful. Uh, where can you find us? Well, hey, questgamingnetwork.com. If I can say once more, it is optimized for your mobile convenience, folks. Go have fun on our forums. Maybe leave us... A comment or two or perhaps sponsor us it would be wonderful you just click the little sponsor button and you can you can 
Sponsor us. It'd be wonderful. Atlanta Barwin's getting a little loopy. We God, need to put him to bed. <laughs> I'm, I'm only drinking water. change his diaper and give him his bottle. I've been drinking water. All right, guys. <laughs> uh, like us on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Network, And send us a tweet with all of your inner thoughts and, and uh, comments. Only 140 characters of them, though. At Elder Scrolls OTR. At Elder Scrolls OTR. You can uh, watch us again on YouTube, youtube.com slash Networks, and check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Network. Our next episode will be Wednesday, May 20th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, but before that will be the fantastic, the stupendous, the wonderful, the Skyrim-esque episode of classic classic elder scrolls will record sunday may 17th at 11 a.m eastern right as your eggs are cooking we'll be cooking a little skyrim <laughs> making pancakes making, making, making pancakes. pancakes oh you beat me to it <laughs> <laughs> and of course uh mark classic mark classic elder scrolls uh, Mark's Battle Spire, uh, I believe, is continuing on Mondays. Uh, maybe Tuesday, though. We'll have to confirm that on Twitter. Um, Mike, uh, what, what, maybe, uh, I don't know if Mark's in the chat room still. Is he still doing that uh, on Mondays? It was on this past Monday, and he had more pervy Spider Daedra and uh, oh, that's good. filing cabinets to deal with. Uh, so, so that is that, uh, final thoughts, starting with Mike never goes first. Go ahead, Mike. What's your final <laughs> <laughs> To all of the students graduating, uh, you know, finishing up classes or whatever the case might be in college right now. Uh, good luck. Uh, have a great summer and be safe and we'll see you in the fall. And Rob. Stay angry, people. <laughs> And and Liz. Hey guys, Liz is uh, VR14. I don't know if we said that on the show. I wanted to get it in though. Oh, thanks for remembering. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. That's really nice. I really I just don't ordered care. pizza, so let's get out of here so I can get my pizza. <laughs> and rage, you hush. So Liz is eating pizza. That's great. Um, I I will be. I, and uh, no, I mean like that's your 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 final thought is you're gonna be eating oh, okay. pizza. Uh, that's all I'm thinking about. Once you order pizza online, like I just click the send button. True. Yeah, you're not thinking about anything else. No truth. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. truth. Um, hey, you know what? 150 episodes been a great run. Uh, show's canceled. So no, I'm joking. Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh. Um, it's been a great run. I've I've had the privilege of of writing. Time to go uh, back in time. <laughs> 99% of these, I suppose, um, and it's, it's morphed into uh, quite a wonderful uh, lifelong endeavor. Um, I love doing this. I love uh, you know all the, all the guys that do the show with, of course. And uh, for listeners, thank you so much for supporting us for 150 episodes. Uh, take care, everyone. Be safe. And as always, may the force be with you.
it's nine o'clock on a Saturday. My game's about to begin, and for once I'm feeling sociable. So I open up TeamSpeak and log in. It sounds like you're f***ing your mic. Hush! Inevitably, 
There will be somebody who won't stop talking about Pokemon. <laughs> and to those who think earbuds are obstacles, I say tough shit, stick them in your ears. Yes, I know you are slow, but that causes an echo. What I just said, I don't need to hear. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god, I can't take it. Oh my god! Shut up! We all will ship anywhere. Buy earbuds on their site. And at checkout, just enter one word off the record. You get 30% off the price. Wait, wait, here we go. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Liz! Yay! 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 <laughs> I don't know if I could do the show after that. <laughs> uh, I can't feel my face. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cat hair in my mouth. <laughs> Hold on!